as I crack an Elysian Space Dust IPA, one of my favorites, we begin a critical episode of the March Mad Men podcast. Of course, I'm John Evans. I'm joined by screenwriter Vikram Wheat, TV and documentary producer Rich Eckersley. We are here to figure out what needs to change as we enter round two. We've got some do-overs, some mulligans, the opportunity to update our field. Some new movies have come out since we started on this journey. Let's try to talk about the most interesting slasher films, because that's what we're here to do, determine the greatest slasher film of all time. So, gentlemen, here is our task. As we enter round two, we have, theoretically, one movie per regional. And if I hope our listeners know, we have four regionals that are various brands and flavors of slasher films. Four movies could be swapped out for a loser in the competition already, in that or any other regional, or even a movie that hasn't been in the tournament thus far because it you know, hadn't come out, we hadn't seen it, or if it was just overlooked. So we can nominate however many films and we can vote on it to determine which movie is replaced by which alternate. We might change out four movies, we might not. Let's just see how it goes. Should be a fun conversation. I uh, posted a ballot. Let me give my recommendations. Rich did as well. And then Vic can weigh in. And we'll, uh, we'll figure out how we're going to do this. This is a first. We didn't do this on our Haunted House season. So it should be fun and interesting. Here are my recommendations for four films to swap in or out. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022. Yes, that's right. The somewhat divisive new installment of the franchise. It could replace the original hatchet in the meta category. Honestly, I don't feel we need to, I think I said this when we discussed hatchet uh, previously, I don't know how, how deep it is, how much great conversation we're going to get out of it. I'm not sure we need to discuss it more than one more time. So I would like to put in something up against New Nightmare, because that's the next film uh, that Hatchet or Texas Chainsaw Massacre would face that has at least a chance to beat New Nightmare. Okay, another one, Ty West's X, also 2022. It would replace Sorority Row 2009 in the Dark Horse division. And uh, I like Sorority Row. I mean, I nominated it. This is a movie that I feel is underrated. But I think it gives us a better off-ramp than Sorority Row. Because if Rich or, and or Vic don't fall deeply in love with D Deep Red after their stoned viewing, um, they, they would have no choice but to talk about Sorority Row again. Or we could talk about X. So it, that's a logical swap out as something that could be Deep Red. And uh, I think it's certainly an interesting film, uh, a relevant film. One more, Child's Play 2019, which uh, if you listen to that episode, I, I, I felt strongly, I think we all you know, agreed that it was worthy of further conversation, but it got, it got beat. It's out. We could slide it back in there in the peak franchise division 
to replace Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003, which, as I recall, there was relative ambivalence about, appreciation, but ambivalence. And um, personally, I just kind of feel like a deeper discussion of the Child's Play remake would be more amusing, entertaining, profitable for discussion of interesting filmmaking decisions than TCM 2003, which has its merits, but I think it's, it is kind of what it is. And either way, it's going to be a one and done most likely because the opponent in that bracket will be the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre of 1973. Actually, there is one more. Um, I also nominate, and I think Rich is in accordance with me on this one. Let's bring back Blood Rage. One of the very first shows we did this season I think that uh, we all agreed it would be a lot of fun to delve more deeply into and discuss because it's batshit crazy and unique. My recommendation is we could replace Peeping Tom in the old school division. That doesn't, that's not the only way it can come back. But uh, personally, I, I feel like talking about that could be more fun and funny than Peeping Tom. I, I have a feeling Vic will disagree. But uh, we can sort that out. So on to Rich's recommendations. He's actually interested in bringing back the original My Bloody Valentine, which is the 1981 film, of course, in the old school division, where it would replace either Psycho 2, Peeping Tom, or the 1981 Maniac, which is actually the one that Rich would choose. And that brings pain to my heart. In the Peak Franchise division, he would bring back Halloween 2. I presume that's Rob Zombie. Is that correct, Rich? Yes. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. All right. I, I should have known. I, I figured, but you know, you never know. Maybe you, you'd just seen the original Halloween 2 again and wanted to talk about it. So thank you for that. And uh, Rich advises that we vote out TCM 2003 and replace it with Halloween 2. In the Dark Horse division... He, again, he agrees with me. Let's bring back Blood Rage. He would vote out, well, he would also be open to Strangers Pray at Night or Midnight Meat Train, which he actually put as Midnight Neat Train, which I actually agree. It was a neat train. And we could, (laughs) (laughs) that's the PG cut. (laughs) The, the, The 13 minute, uh, PG cut. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, he, he, his first choice to um, be on the chopping block here to make room for Blood Rage would be Deep Red. And uh, alternates Maniac 2012 or The Strangers. And finally, in the meta division, he'd be more than happy to vote out three movies, either Beyond the, Behind the Mask, New Nightmare, or Hatchet, but um, he didn't have a compelling meta nomination, though he did float the idea of Cabin in the Woods, which we can, we can touch on. So to, to summarize before I, I throw it to, to Vic, we have two votes to oust TCM 2003 and Hatchet. So I think we're already, because we have three hosts here, we know that Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003 and Hatchet are out. So the question is more what films swap in. So this is what we need to determine, Vic. Is it Child's Play 2019 
or Rob Zombie's Halloween, giving TCM 2003 the boot, and then what film ousts Hatchet? Is it Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022, Cabin in the Woods, maybe something else? And finally, we agree two votes that Blood Rage is back. Does it oust Peeping Tom, Maniac 2012, The Strangers, something else? And then finally, I want, you know, Vic to weigh in on, because I know he's seen it, Ty West's X. Are we bringing that in to replace Sorority Row 2009? Do we boot two Dark Horse entries? That's not how I had it, but we can sort this out. Vic, tell, tell, tell us your thoughts. Well, John, I'm gonna, I'm, first I'm going to bounce a question back to you because I think that might help bring some clarity to the issues before, before the court. What is your argument for Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022 as a meta film and not a peak franchise film? I, I think it's that it's so clearly playing with 2022 cultural issues, if not necessarily, you know, slasher films. It's just such a, almost a parody of our culture today that it, it's a, at least a cousin to those movies that are sort of using the slasher paradigm to comment on society in some way. However, I do not think that it is doing a lot of wink, wink, nudge, nudge to the slasher subgenre specifically beyond the fact that this Leatherface proves to be almost a comic book character, which is, it sounds like a very vague statement, but this is a very new movie and I really don't want to get ultra specific about it but I think you might understand what I'm saying, that it almost is talking about the invulnerability of this archetype. So, but I agree, I, I can't make like a super strong case for it as meta. I think my logic for putting it in meta is more that that's the weakest category and the most ill-defined and elastic category. So I will be able to sleep at night if we put really almost anything in there that hasn't a degree of satire or social commentary. Well, how would you, so how would you, how would you vote? How would you feel? And how would you vote if it was TCM 2022 versus TCM 2003? Well, that would be perfectly logical. That would be perfectly logical. But then it just becomes like, well, what were we going to put in that category? You know, like, otherwise. I, 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 might, I might get to that, but that's, mm-hmm. that, that's fine. I do, I do think that there's a, there's a little bit of, like, genre bending that's going on here, which I think is fine if we want. But I will say that, like, generally speaking, playing by the, playing by the rules that, like, it peaked, like, your peak franchise if you fall into it. Otherwise, like, I would say, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is, like, basically a meta film. Mm. Yeah, the argument I mean, could be made. The argument besides, could be made. Maybe that's besides the point. I mean, I, I, I kind of feel like we have a little extra leeway in this process because the real mandate of this, this you know, backdoor, as we're calling it, 
is to just get more interesting movies in, you know, like at the outset, we might not have seeded the field this way, but with new information, you know, we've found new movies and we've already cut this down from 64 to 32 movies. So I'm not going to be like a strict, um, constructionist of the constitution of, of, of the March Madman podcast at this particular juncture. However, if we can make it work so that it's as logical as possible, of course, I'm, I'm in favor of that. And it, it does make sense to put this new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, even though I do kind of think of it as outside of the franchise that is, as it has previously existed, so my thought was Child's Play 2019, you, you, you know, I could make the same argument. It's meta in a way, but it certainly could be peak franchise. So we're kind of, you know, splitting hairs as to whether a Child's Play remake from a couple years ago is more meta from a Texas Chainsaw movie from this year. Obviously, they're somewhat reinventing the paradigm. Um, and I, I think either, either one could fit. Well, I guess what I'm saying is I would, I would probably vote TCM 2022 over TCM 2003, just because I think it gives us a more original, different story, a different take on the story, since we already have Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. I'm mm-hmm. not sure I need all four of them in the round of 32. And I probably wouldn't vote for Child's Play 2019 over TCM 2003. Oh, okay. So I'm going to offer that. I will say that I will 100% uh, support Ty West's X to replace Sorority Row. Great. I am a little more ambivalent about Blood Rage, certainly to replace Peeping Tom. John, you made a, a passionate argument in the last episode about... Uh, Giallo existing as a an uncle to slasher films, and and I would not argue with that. Uh, go back and listen to the other episodes; so it doesn't sound quite so weird. But I, by extension of that same argument, I think Peeping Tom and Psycho are the grandfathers of slasher films, and I think uh, uh, as much as I love. Uh, uh, Blood Rage, that's that's too strong a word. As much as I'm amused by Blood Rage, as much as I want us to work in, that's not cranberry sauce uh, for at least, <laughs> at oh, least another couple of shows. right now. Just stop right there, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> words in here, words in spoken. We definitely want Blood Rage back in the show. Oh, uh, let's make no mistake. We have two votes. Blood Rage is back. <laughs> uh, it's just a question of where it goes. So let me let me let me pause there because I think we we've just made two decisions with Vic's votes. So TCM 2022 replaces TCM 2003. Rich, do you have any huge objection to that, or can we just uh, bang the gavel? No, I'm I'm gonna rubber stamp that one through. I haven't, for the record, I have not seen um, 2022, but I was. Well, you the, will. <laughs> I, I I believe I was the one true dissenter on 2003. Um, so you're not going to get an argument from me. Oh, well, that was only six months ago, so I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And X replaces Sorority Row. Rich, are, are you good with that? I think it's done because we have two votes. Vic and I did it, but I'm just asking. <laughs> 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cry myself to sleep. I did like Sorority Row. Sor- Sorority yeah. Row like is is up there with a, a movie like Haunt, like in terms of that like sort of like modern, relatively forgettable, uh, but ultimately like sort of pleasant horror movie. So so goodbye Sorority Row. I do love Ty West. I'm, I haven't gotten had a chance to see X yet, but I can't really name a film of his that I strongly disliked. With the exception of the Dunham's coffee shop scene from the Keepers, of course. <laughs> the infamous coffee shop sequence, yes. Yeah, I have well, a feeling you're not going to regret that, uh, this turn of events. Rich, I don't want to spoil anything, but no one fashions a tire iron into like a multi-tool to use as a weapon in X. So we will lose that, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But, but, there is a, but there is a foam bath kill, right? There's definitely a foam party, yes. <laughs> Hey, like I I like Sorority Row a lot, so it, it's a bittersweet development. But I just didn't think it was going to go that far. So, all right, so let's figure out. We have one more thing after this, but let's figure out where Blood Rage is is going to go. Peak franchise is accounted for. Dark Horse is accounted for because that's where Sorority Row was. So Blood Rage either has to go in old school, which would make the most sense, or it would go into meta, which doesn't make a ton of sense. I don't know. It's uh, that movie is proto meta. Like that yeah. movie is it, it's 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 only not meta because it's old of when it was made. But yeah. otherwise it's it's so self-aware that like I actually don't feel like it's that much of a stretch. Yeah, I, I'm seeing your point. Vic, does that make any sense to you? It does. I mean, I would I would take Fear Street 78 over, like, literally anything in the meta category. But uh, I, I don't imagine I'm going to get much support on that. So, yeah, I'm Good okay Lord. with that. Vic, if we're so blessed as to have this podcast continue um, on an open-ended basis, I would love to do an autopsy of Fear Street with you. So that we can just go, you know, punch for punch, back and forth, beat by beat throughout that movie. It would be fun. Yep. Yeah. It would. It would. That'll be, that'll be our, our first Patreon. Show. Yeah, that, that would be a Patreon for sure. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I know Vic doesn't want to replace Peeping Tom. I'm just asking, like, Rich, how did you feel? Like, do you really have an opinion on this or like, let's look at, I can tell you one thing. I am really opposed to getting out maniac 1981. Like I think maniac 1981 is a classic of this genre. I'm, I would support ditching maniac 81 or maniac 2012. I'm with you. We don't need both maniacs in the competition. Okay. Well, I think we have an agreement that maniac 2012 is relatively weak. But is that is that in Dark Horse? Well, no. That's that. Well, yes. That's the that's the problem. Is that like it wouldn't line up perfectly? But like I was aware that it seemed like we were heading towards booting two Dark Horse entries. While while it seems like booting two meta entries would be the more obvious choice because it's weaker. But we still have a fourth film. In fact, we haven't eliminated any meta films so far. 
So I thought I thought Hatchet was on the chopping block. Well, it is. It is on the hot. On the, well, I just thought we would. Let's deal with Blood Rage first. I think we pretty much know Hatchet is is going. All right. Well, let's 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 talk about that then, because maybe it'll help us with this. What what's the third uh, fourth movie? The fourth of four, probably, unless we get crazy here. What's the fourth movie that's in? So we've got three. What what else do we have any kind of agreement on as far as voting in? What else is Vic voting for? I feel like I've heard like your opinions. That's right. Mine. Yeah, what Vic. Vic, uh, nut up or shut up. <laughs> Fear, Fear Street seventy eight. Oh, in, in Jesus any Christ! Over, over anything. Is that all you got? <laughs> <laughs> I, I will uh, say. Here's the thing about Fear Street seventy eight: is that I don't have a meta pick. I didn't hate Fear Street seventy eight. I'm just saying, if you want to make an argument, like. This is your time. Uh oh, the congressman, the congressman is giving you the floor. <laughs> this is fabulous. Um, I'm okay with the outcome of the old school category. Like I don't have anything in there that I that I desperately want to get rid of. And John, as far as my like uh, my my feelings, my participation in this, I was the one who recommended. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre to you. So I saw that first. I'm just saying. What, what do you uh, mean? Like the 2022 or the the se- yeah. 73? Okay. okay. All, of the, all of the Texas Chainsaw Massacres, John. I saw them all. I know you're older than me. I still saw every one of them before you. I will say, Vic, that you and I went to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1973 at the Egyptian with Karen Craig a billion years ago, and largely that was because you loved it so much, not me. So, yes, props to you. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, and, and you and I both, I think, jumped on X uh, as soon as it as yes. soon as it became available to, to watch. So, yeah, so, again, I think that's part of the reason that I didn't have as much to say about this, is those were sort of the two that I was uh, invested in, in including. Rich, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at the meta category. While you're doing that, while you're doing that, let me just say that Rich's nominees to vote out of old school, I definitely liked Psycho 2. I think we had fun talking about Psycho 2. I think we should talk about Psycho 2 again. You know my feelings on Maniac 1981. So he did put Peeping Tom on that list. But, I mean, I that he would be willing to vote out. But if he's changed his mind, I, I would say we could leave that category alone and just focus on meta for these last two films that are going to go. Or even just one. Like, we could still decide to only put through three if it's too painful to... I, I'm not getting much love for child's play, is what I'm hearing. So, um, am I right in understanding we're not going to put child's play 2019 back in? I, I gotta say, I liked I liked child's play. I, I mean, I liked child's play 2019 when I originally saw it, and this revisit, like, I, I, again, a movie I'd recommend, but not one I'm going to fight for in this venue. I don't think. So, yeah, agreed. I mean, I, for me, in the meta category, what's on the chopping block, obviously, I would ditch Fear Street 94 for Fear Street 78. Uh, I just think it's a superior film. 
Uh, I would want to keep the town that dreaded sundown. I guess we can keep Happy Death Day. I don't. I don't think that's going to get unseated. Hellfest, the Furies, I like. Well, we know Hatchet's going to go, right? I mean, do we all kind of agree that Hatchet's going to yeah. go? Well, we got um, at least I mean, two votes for Hatchet. Yeah. Two votes for it to go. Would should we just swap uh, Hatchet for Blood Rage? I think the, uh, yeah. that, that at one point was the conversation, right? Yeah. That it's, it's basically a metaphor. We, it's close enough to meta that we can like justify it. Agreed. Okay. Well, that makes our our lives easier if we just say Blood Rage ousts Hatchet. So then the question is, do we go so far as to swap out one more movie? And if so, what would be the film that we agree, two of us anyway, to put in? I mean, I sort of like the idea that we're doing one movie from every category. So I'm right. not I'm not married to the idea that we have to do four movies. And like I said, I think the the old school category I feel like we largely got right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm if those are the, if those are the three and and Blood Rage makes the migration from old school to meta, which I think is appropriate, mm-hmm. then I think we're in pretty good shape. On the face of it, I can't really argue with that because the old school candidates are basically Stage Fright, Peeping Tom, Psycho Two, and Maniac 1981, and I think. You know, a good argument can be made for all of them. I was going to say, yeah, it, Vic, unless you want to make a move to to get Maniac 1981 out, I mean, I don't know that I have a better, necessarily a better suggestion. I did really like my Bloody Valentine, but like, I look, I see the merits of Maniac. I, I do. I, w- I would <laughs> love to say that ble- my Bloody Valentine was better than Maniac, and I just can't. I just, mm. you know. I would. I mean, if I was gonna, if there was one more movie I thought we could get rid of, that I felt strongly about, it would be Maniac 2012. Right. I'm the only uh, one. That, I'm the only one that really liked that. I mean, there's no doubt. Yeah, I like like literally. If you wanted to swap that out for opera, I would. But I'm not sure we need three Dario Argento movies right. in the, in in the the 32. Well, I so. made a pretty you know somewhat impassioned case to you guys. That you need, you should look at Maniac 2012 again, and I do think that like the relationship between him and the final girl, and like certain aspects of the kills, are are pretty unique in this field. So like if we're not, let's not force ourselves to get rid of it because I do believe that will be an interesting conversation. That said, you know if we had like a compelling contender that sounded like way more interesting of course but i i do th- i do feel like i would like to talk about that movie with you guys again i think it's for me as we've gotten into this round and as we've had this conversation part of what's jumped out at me is it's like tcm 2003 right like i've you know given the choice between that which is essentially a rehash of turner of Turner Classic movies. <laughs> <Tech> Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> now Mike's whole argument that we need to put another letter in TCM is starting yeah. to make sense. <laughs> T T C. Anyways, um, T C S M. T T C T T. Yeah. Anyways, um, uh, that like you, st- I st- I'm starting to look at it and go, well, like 
we don't need four Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. And like, right. so when we talk about the Maniac, you know, Mani- between Maniac 81 and Maniac uh, 2012, 81 to me was just a vastly superior movie. And so I don't like, I kind of feel like I don't need to revisit both versions of that story. Probably not any more than I need to rewatch Deep Red, Tenebra and Opera uh, for sure. know, the, the, the same, the same competition. So, so let's boil it down. Give me a movie title that one of you is other than fucking Fear Street 73 <laughs> that, that you're like passionate about us talking about more. And if we don't have it, let's just, let's just go with the three instead of four. Like we've, we've made three, three choices. Are we just talking about the old school category? I mean, I'd be open to just hearing literally any, any movie like just for, okay. I mean, do you want to talk about cabin in the woods at this point? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I've spent some of this conversation going back and looking at cabin in the woods. Cause it, for some reason it nags at me as being this movie that I think of as being a slasher film, but like it, it's a tough, it's a tough I love cabin in the woods. I do. I mean, well, okay. Love is a strong word, but I really like it, but, and, and I, it's definitely meta, right? But I just, yeah. I don't think of it. For one thing, like, just first off, the bad guys in the initial scenario, they're zombies, are they not? Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, you're, you're, I mean, you're, you're, you're right. It's, yeah. it, there's, there's something about that the, the, the setup of the film is definitely in the slasher mold, despite the fact that, like, yes. the tools that they use are various monsters. It's one of those movies where I'm like, okay, well, where does this thing fit in? Cabin, uh, Cabin in the Woods is a number one seed in the cosmic horror season of March Madness. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's right, Vic. Yeah. I agree well, with that. At least I'll be retired and have more time to, uh, <laughs> to think about it then. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Also, there's a, there's a movie that I want to hear us talk about, which is a little movie called Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Boys, why is that? Why is that not come up? No, the body count is one. Yeah, that's not true. I, I, I think Jonathan Silverman and Andrew McCarthy would both argue that they died. After that. <laughs> oh well, their bank I'm bank accounts here, didn't. Here all night. <laughs> oh god. Okay, guys. Uh, yeah, I, I can't. Like, I mean, I, as I look through and like the stuff that I was like really missed. I mean, Midnight Meat Trainer, like, I was kind of, like, bummed to, like, see that one go. I was too, but, you Rich. Know, you know, but again, like, I don't, I just don't know that I would, like, fight passionately for it. Like, I thought it was, like, a, a, a good and a unique film. Let me, um, let me, I'm glad you brought that up. Let me just float the idea. I would be okay with replacing Maniac 2012 with Midnight Meat Train. Do you guys react like favorably to that or are you indifferent i'm good with that it just means we're replacing two in uh dark horse but i'm okay with that i mean it sounds like, like we rich, make rich would be down with it no i mean you don't need really need my vote yeah well i'm just curious if i'm ignoring the whole like it's sure it's like kind of bending the like the genre rules around a bit then um it's pretty I mean, dark yeah, horsey it's, it's dark it's, horsey it seemed like yeah it, it seemed like it was going to raise more here's the thing about <clears throat> maniac is that I think that in watching 81, we'll end up at this point, we'll end up invoking 2012, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, it, it's, it's going to kind of be like a, a two for one. 
Um, I like, guess it felt like it felt like we left Midnight Meat Train thinking that we had more to say about it. So it might be nice to like get that out. Yeah, I I think that you know I I will miss like this bathtub kill in Maniac. I will miss the car cra- crash scenario towards the end of Maniac 2012. I will miss the sort of this is the most interesting relationship between a slasher and a female lead in any of these movies, I think, because it, it doesn't fit the slasher paradigm that there, there is a somewhat of a legitimate romance going on between Jason Voorhees and Amy Steele, right. For as a metaphor uh, or analogy, rather, I don't, I don't think you have that anywhere else. I don't know. I was going to say the, the creature and the fortune teller in the fun house, but I guess that didn't, uh, (laughs) you're right. You're right. Well, they gave it a try. John, it's it's Stretch and Leatherface in TCM two. Oh yeah, I mean that is that is amazing, and you're right. It, it's it's analogous enough to bring up, but it's like this is a more traditional romance in Maniac 2012. So I I thought that that was very interesting, but I just remember being really bummed that Midnight Me Train lost. So and I know that Rich really likes it, so I I kind of feel like the best thing to do. Uh, you know, given that you guys have very little enthusiasm for Maniac, I, I kind of feel like we should make this move. I support it. Okay. Let's, uh, the, mo- the motion is seconded. All right. We've got our four movies. I think we're done here. Just for the sake of argument, did anyone have any, like, no, we need a fifth movie other than fucking Fear Street 73? <laughs> I feel like I gave Vic an opening for Fear Street. He did not take it. So I just want that to go on the record. And But then I also said like, I'd be open to doing an autopsy of Fear Street. So I, I, I get the feeling like Vic's love of Fear Street 73 will be noted. Whatever. Alice, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, God. I'll get it someday. All right. Uh, parting thoughts, gentlemen? Vic? first uh i didn't think that fear street 78 was going to advance any further anyway and so uh yeah the i think the uh the the patreon viewing is the better way to to view it with john and prove how just utterly wrong he is about this movie (laughs) um but no I, i so we did not do a round of 64 in the haunted house no films. And so I think it was it was much easier for us to feel like we got it right because we hashed it all out. Remember, I mean, we did all our voting and all that, you know, in our in our selection show. And so I feel like this one, there was such a huge swath of movies that it was just a little bit harder to get through it all. And, and especially really when you were we were in the middle of it. I mean, it's like the fog of war, man. Like, yeah. I, you know, I don't, I, you know, I, sometimes I, you don't know why you voted for what you voted for. <laughs> so I think this is a good idea. I think that we are we are getting it right. And I'm excited to see how it shakes out when we get into the next round. As am I. Rich, your final thoughts on anything tonight or the first round now that it's completely behind us or, or what's ahead? Good Lord, what is ahead? <laughs> I was actually surprised that I didn't have more big moves that I wanted to make, but I will attribute that to feeling like we, for the most part, made the right decisions along the way. 
Good. I think we made some good changes here and some ones that will lead to more interesting conversations. But like, I also think that looking back at it, like it seems like we did an okay job, um, which is, which is great because I can only remember recording half of the episodes. <laughs> it just occurred to me that we are now at the point that we began the haunted house season. So <laughs> 32 movies <laughs> and we're six months into this thing. You got to love it. Well, I'm eager to, to go forward, and I, I agree with you guys. I think that um, this is a pretty interesting field of films. And I hope everyone listening has enjoyed it. Thank you so much for your time. If you want our show to continue, tell your friends, tweet about us, maybe write a four-star review on iTunes or wherever you review podcasts. Until next time, beware of bag-headed, backwoods prowlers, black-gloved, straight-razor-wielding intruders, badly-burned dream masters, and dudes in robes and fright masks. Stay safe out there. Adios! Adios!